there, it's Carly Newman, and you are listening to Flipside of Midlife, the place for women in midlife and beyond who want to feel happy, healthy, and fulfilled. Helping you explore this beautiful chapter of life, tap into your dreams, and prioritize you are at the heart of my business, 823 Group Arizona. Let me show you how many ways you can pack your life with joy, meaning, well-being, and a lot of fun. You know it. I'm here with insights and inspiration to help you foster whole life wellness so you can ensure these years are your absolute best years. Ooh, you're in for a good listen, my friend. This episode is all about one of my favorite wellness topics, self-care. As women, why is it we struggle to take care of ourselves? And when we do, why do we feel so damn guilty about it? Over the past five years, I have learned a lot about the impact self-care has on a woman's wellness, and not just her wellness. The effects of practicing self-care touch her entire life. If you want to enhance your relationships, your career, your health, your mood, your finances, your sense of fulfillment, self-care is the answer. Before I dove into my studies to become a certified health and wellness coach, I saw self-care through a narrow view of pampering experiences. You know, things like massages, spa treatments, and pedicures. And yes, those are examples of self-care, but it is so much bigger than that. Probably the biggest aha moment I personally had around self-care, and a lot of my clients have as well, is that it can be simple. It can be quick. It can be easy. It can be cost-free. When you define what self-care means to you and notice how it boosts your whole life wellness, you will become a self-proclaimed self-care guru. We all have blocks that keep us from doing what we know is good for us. So let's spend a few minutes talking about some common obstacles that make self-care difficult. I know you can't see me, but I just used air quotes around that word. Okay, I already mentioned guilt, so let's pick that one apart first. Think about the guilt-inducing reasons that make it challenging for you to practice self-care. Here are a few that used to float around in my mind. It seems selfish to put my needs ahead of those I love and care for. Self-care takes time away from those I love and care for. It's hard to set a boundary with those I love and care about so they respect my need for self-care. Any of those reasons resonate with you? What else can you list under the block of guilt? My personal experience has taught me that guilt gets in the way of wellness in many areas. When it comes to self-care, I offer this insight to you. The energy and emotional space you need to love and care for others is not endless. It must be replenished. And the people you love and care about, they want what's best for you. And they deserve the best of you. When you prioritize your self-care and recognize how it helps you show up for yourself and others in a more loving and kind way, guilt tends to fade into the background. Time and money are two other common roadblocks. You may tell yourself you don't have time in your schedule or enough money in your budget to practice self-care. Do you hold on to one of these blocks? Guilt time and money are the three blocks my clients tell me about most often, but I don't want to move on from here without mentioning one last block. 
the block that punches me in the gut the hardest is the limiting belief of, I don't deserve self-care. My friend, if this is a self-care block you hold on to, I want you to hear me right now. You absolutely do deserve the space and time to practice self-care. You are the one person responsible for caring for yourself in this way, and there is nothing or no one that can negate your self-care worthiness. Now, if you want to talk about this block with me, head to my website, 823groupaz.com backslash coaching, and click on the button at the top of the page to schedule a complimentary 30-minute coaching consultation with me. I'd be honored to chat about this or any of your wellness challenges. Okay, now that you have an awareness of your blocks, I'd like to take you through a few prompts so you can walk away from this episode ready to add more self-care into your life. Grab your journal, notebook, or favorite app, and let's get started. Hit pause here if you need to. I will wait right here for you. I recognize you may not have space to do this work right now, and if this is the case, listen through to the end of the episode so you know what to expect. Come back to hear the prompts again when you're ready to go. The time markers are in the show notes so you can easily find this spot again. If you're working through this now, pause between prompts to give yourself time to get the results you want. First, write down any and all of the obstacles that make self-care challenging for you. Whether it's a block we've discussed already or not, get them out of your head onto the page. Next, for each block you listed, Imagine your best friend telling you this is why they don't practice self-care. What would you tell them? Write down the words of advice you would share with your friend to help them break through their block and add more self-care into their life. Now you get to brainstorm all of the things you consider to be self-care. Don't let any of your blocks get in the way here. Big, small, giant, tiny, done it before, or only dreamed about it. Write them all down. Need a kickstart? Think of the things you enjoy doing, the things that help you relax in a healthy way, the things that recharge your battery, or the things that boost your overall well-being. When you have your list, circle three to five ways you can practice self-care in five minutes or less. Then circle three to five no-cost ways to practice self-care. Yes, these circled items address time and money blocks. And even if those blocks aren't on your list, that's okay. Consider these your easiest, most accessible self-care options. Starting with the options you've circled, decide how to pepper these throughout your week. What fits into your morning or evening routine? Can you make one part of your lunchtime or a break at work? Did you just land on a new weekend ritual? The objective here is to plug self-care into your daily life. Now take a look at the options you haven't circled. How can you add these to your month, quarter, or year? These may take a bit of planning or savings, so allow yourself the room you need to make them happen. Just think, how amazing will it feel to experience the items on your list? I'm here for you, my friend. And I know your commitment to self-care will have a meaningful impact on your well-being. I encourage you to enhance your life with self-care starting today. 
Thanks for listening to Flipside of Midlife. I'm Carly Newman, and I can't wait to have you here next time. If you like what you hear, I'd love for you to follow, subscribe, rate, or write a review on your favorite podcasting platform. You can always listen on my website, 823groupaz.com too. And of course, I'd love for you to share this with your girlfriends. Hey, my friend, I'm relaunching my online course, Make Happy a Habit in mid-September. This five-week course helps you gain deep awareness and understanding of what makes you happy and teaches you how to intentionally inject more joy into your life without overwhelm, guilt, or waiting for someday. Head to my website, 823groupaz.com, to join the waitlist to sign up for early bird access to special pricing and bonuses. 